0: Alright. Well, it finally happened. Chemo day, showtime. It's odd, but somehow it felt similar to when I was in theater and it was opening day. The jitters felt the same. While there weren't any critics or an audience to decide how I performed, I wanted to be at my best. The rituals I did before I went out on stage were almost identical. Deep breaths, vocal warm ups. And visualization. Only instead of vocal warmups, I did affirmations. Before chemo, I met with a friend who's a hypnotist, Sandy, to stay sane. Here's the thing. Hypnosis, it's for reals. It works. I stopped eating sugar from hypnosis. I know that hypnosis can help me stay present, trust, and step in to the reality I desire which is optimal health. When Sandy hypnotizes me, she brings me into a deep state of relaxation. I lie back in her recliner and hear her words, relax, trust, and allow what is to be. It becomes this distant sound. And while I don't fall asleep, I feel a settling into my body that feels spacious and familiar. After my hypnosis session on the Upper West Side, I cabbed it to Sloan Kettering, where I met my husband. He had my chemo bag with everything I could possibly need during treatment, plus a toasted everything bagel. My friend Marcy also put together a chemo gift bag for me, with a soft blankie that had affirming words printed on it, fuzzy socks that have the face of a raccoon on them, mints and other goodies. I've been blown away by the kindness that human beings hold. I have good friends in my life. A mom friend has started organizing meals for my family three days a week. That will happen the entire time through treatment. A friend in Michigan offered to fly out to be with me for not one, but two treatments. And another friend said I needed a new winter coat. She mailed me this beautiful cashmere camel hair coat. (laughs) I'm in awe of how generous people have been once I opened up and shared what I was going through. As Michael and I walked into the Breast Center, I thought of these friends and their support. We were greeted by two men at the front desk and directed where to go. I had my bloods and vitals and weight checked by a woman named Liz who had cool camo-colored shoes. I closed my eyes right before she pricked my finger. I asked Liz to tell me when to breathe. If there's anything I'm realizing most, it's that I need to breathe a lot these days. And that I also need to tell people what I need and when I need it. Neither one of those have been easy for me in the past. Michael and I, we made our way to the third floor to meet my oncologist, Dr. Eingard. He takes forever to meet with his patients, but that's because he takes his time with each patient. He answers every possible question one would have. He rubbed my arm and said, I think you're going to do really well. Let's get you through this. We're a well-oiled machine and got this down. My handsome, caring oncologist, who could have a sideline career as a Ralph Lauren model, said everything right except, we're a well-oiled machine. As he walked out of the room, I turned to Michael and said, well-oiled machine, but I'm a human being. Michael assured me that wasn't his intention, that Dr. Eingard cared and wanted to move me through this process with ease. Here's the thing. Sloan has a reputation of being millish, as my primary care doctor blatantly told me. For the most part, I've yet to feel that. But knowing I'm just a number at Sloan and hearing my oncologist say, well-oiled machine, put a little panic in me. What if what some people believed about Sloan is right? What if I just entered the machine of chemo only to be spit out in four months with no hair, no sense of patient empowerment, and even more fear? As we sat in the waiting area, my name to be called, I intentionally said in my mind, move with ease, grace, and trust. Move with ease, grace, and trust. And then I heard my name. A friendly-looking young man with a ponytail called my name to go back. He introduced himself. His calm and light disposition reaffirmed why I chose this facility. I liked him. I arrived at the treatment suite with all of my chemo goodies packed in my large beach bag. It was filled with Pinwheel mints that I was told to suck on to reduce the metallic taste when I'm getting something called AC chemo. Those were my first four treatments. I brought my laptop in case I wanted to listen to my hypnosis recordings or watch something and a box of thank you cards. I had so many friends and family to thank. While I was relatively calm, a friend that went through this suggested I ask for an Atavan before they administer the meds. So when the nurse asked, Can I get you anything? I quickly blurted out, Ativan. The room where I received my cocktail of medicines was actually quite lovely. If it weren't for chemo, you might have felt as though you were staying at a fine hotel. I had a corner suite. I wondered if they put all the newbies in the nicest room with the beautiful views of the city. I was told there would be a reflexologist on site. How about that? And asked, would you like a foot rub? (laughs) Yes. The nurses were present, always asking my full name and date of birth before anything was to happen. I thought to myself, you just asked me my name and date of birth. Maybe there was a misstep, and now this is protocol. Who knows? They're never going to get sued. Ashley, my nurse, explained step-by-step step what she was doing. First step was to give me saline via an IV. She then administered one set of the medication, and then the other set of the medication was manually pushed via an IV. I had two post-its with me. One of the post-its read, golden healing elixir. The other said, healing medicine. I asked Ashley to please place these post-its on the medication bags. She did so without question, almost as if it wasn't the first time she'd been asked this. I was in New York, right? So uh, I guess this idea of healing words on medicine wasn't too foreign. Michael sat next to me. His left foot incessantly tapped the floor as he glanced down at his phone frequently. What do they do for spouses who are nervous? I sort of wish they offered him an Adivan. as I know there's trepidation being in this new land we did not sign up for. But so be it. Here we are. Interesting. You really don't think about things like this when you're young and getting married, or at least I didn't realize the magnitude of our wedding vows until now. I looked out the window and saw a sign in an apartment window that read, We Love Nurses. I recently met a young woman whose friends would post signs in their windows across the street from this very chemo suite to cheer her on, noting how far she was in treatment. I smiled, thinking about the fact that I've connected with this woman and that she has successfully gone through this process, and that I'm reading a sign of her friend's love. Ashley, my nurse. Wore a paper smock over her nursing uniform as she pushed the second portion of my medicine through my vein. She was very tall and looked like a former ballerina, especially with her hair pinned up. I noticed a beautiful, dainty, gold necklace around her neck with a charm of a little elephant. I inquired as to where she got it. One of her patients on the last day of chemo, she told me. Of course. I thought about who this patient must have been to give Ashley this necklace. Moreover, I thought about the type of person my nurses to receive such a thoughtful gift. You could feel her presence, support, and kindness while she administered the medicine. I closed my eyes and pictured a healing elixir, just like my post-it said, flowing through my body. As I breathed into my imagination, I heard Ashley say, And you're done for today? What? Really? I'm still alive? The red devil did not get me that day. And I thought, the meds hit me tomorrow? I didn't even care. And I paid no mind to it. Perhaps it was all the steroids pumping through my bloodstream, or perhaps maybe, just maybe. I allowed a little ease and grace and trust that something. Someone had my back. The cloak of fear and the grip of control had loosened. Did it feel good? It felt new. And well, like I could breathe. I was tired, but in the back of my mind, I'd known fear and control for so long that I knew they'd be back. For that moment, I was okay that they'd gone out to lunch. I'm Tina Zaremba. I'm searching for strength, grace, and trust. You've been listening to Chemo Stories.